0: So, this episode is going to be the, I get interviewed by a friend and who better than my closest friend from high school, like 15 plus years. <laughs> You've seen him all over my Instagram. Um, Amos, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Hello. So, I have known Cecilia for quite some time, Yes um i think i met you when i was in chemistry class six students
0: yeah uh, ever since year. then
1: <laughs> yeah it was a very small class <laughs> ever since then you know we we kept up here and there and uh, she disappeared for some time right when we're I gonna talk married. about that and uh you know we uh reconnected uh, i would say about a few years ago less than a few years ago
0: like a year ago and a
1: year ago and uh you know, we've been keeping up since then, trying to be the best uh, versions of ourselves that we could try to be, you yeah, know, helping each other out, just like any friend would.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's like how people say, um, you pick up where you left off. It's like the time was, it's irrelevant. Like, it. Yeah, exactly. it it's not like... We just picked up where we left off, even though it was like six years or so. No, well, mm-hmm. eight years. Basically, when I got married, right?
1: I remember that was probably the last time I saw you—the the day of your wedding. I yeah, I went with my sister.
0: Yeah, you did. I remember um, you were there. I didn't
1: have a date. What's new?
0: Yeah, and I remember and... you were like, "Open bar, yay!"
1: <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, so I remember that day, and then yeah. yeah, life goes on. You know, a lot of things happen, both for myself and even more for you. Yes, And um, as of a year ago, you know, we started to talk again uh, and big things started to happen, big transitions.
0: Yes. It was just like meant to be. You know, yes, just, It came yeah. at a point in my life where I was going to need you. So.
1: I was about to say that I would never reject or feel any type of way if a, if a friend that I once had reached out. I would always be willing to make the time and effort if they needed me for whatever reason to make time for them, no matter what. And Mm -hmm. that, that slowly started happening. It didn't happen quickly, but I was like, yeah, of course I'll be there. And sure Mm enough.
0: Yeah. Here we are. Mm -hmm. So he's going to interview me the questions that you guys put on Facebook, which there's a total of six, so it wasn't a whole lot, (laughs) but um, we're going to go through those and yeah, I'm going to basically just answer them, add on to them as we're going and you guys can know a little bit more about me, about my journey and yeah, just um, some insight into my philosophy on some things.
1: Okay. So let's get this started. Uh, So for this, we'll go for question number one. What do you want to accomplish through your podcast?
0: Honestly, a number one is Really, to just be open and transparent. I feel like a lot of the frustration that I see when I interact with people is they're not very honest and they're not transparent. You know, it's like they have this facade, mm-hmm. the smoke and mirrors going on, and it's like
1: they, they have what some people call "fake it till you make yes. And sometimes we can see through that. You know, you can't you can't fake it all the time. I know with all this. The society being so hard to work, 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 work. People mm-hmm. just want to fake it. And eventually the, the, the payoff will be there. But we're talking more. Uh...
0: There's a word and I learned it recently or like a phrase, I should say, um, toxic positivity. I hate it. I hate it because it's basically just a like a philosophy, like be positive all the time, all the time, all the time. No, that's actually what makes us more anxious, that we have to be put together all the time, that we have to, you know, not feel negative emotions. And that's completely damaging, I think, because when things happen to us, we kind of have to sit with it and evaluate it and see, okay, why do I feel this way? What What's bothering me? What do I need to address? What do I need to... You know, so that's kind of what I want to do with this podcast. Just be authentic, be transparent, um, you know, talk about things that I've gone through, how I process it. And hopefully other people, you know, can feel, you know, like, okay, yeah, no, she's right. Um, Let me be a little bit more honest with myself. This is really about being honest with yourself above anything else, because when you start being honest with yourself, then you can start being honest with other people. And exactly. I think that's what's missing. That's when I get frustrated in my interactions with people. Like, just, just say it.
1: Mm-hmm. If it's
0: ugly or if it's pretty, just say it. And
1: yeah, and you work from there. You say what you don't like. Right time, right place as well. I mean, you, you don't want to just call out every every little thing that you don't like about somebody else. Or mm-hmm. it has to be where where it counts. Mm-hmm. Save it for when it counts.
0: Yeah, we're evaluating things on this podcast. We're talking about... People's successes, people's failures, and what they've learned from it.
1: And I I think uh, for the most part, for myself, I think one of the highest values, if not the highest value that I hold is integrity, being honest with myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I believe something to be right or wrong, then I go based on that, and that's it. No matter what, there could be some influence from the outside. It's not uh, as important as what I believe to be right or wrong in that moment and move from there, right? So even if somebody says something that I don't like, I don't always react. I, actually, I never react. It takes me a few minutes, a few seconds, a few days. I think about what just happened and then I react and then mm-hmm. I make my move.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, you know, with this podcast, um, it, I have a little bit of a selfish uh, component to it because it's actually therapeutic for me to talk. And True. just interview, get to know people, connect, mm-hmm. and learn about them. Everybody has a story, so that's a uh-huh. little—that's my little selfish take on it. <laughs> uh-huh. So, <laughs> so we're cool. gonna have fun with it.
1: Let's go. Question two: What can single ladies do on weekends besides bars?
0: I've I've been thinking about this one um, as a recently single lady. Uh-huh. Um, the last time I was single, I was nineteen. Things have changed for sure, for sure. Uh-huh and you know there's nothing wrong with going to bars but if your intention is to think like oh let me go out let me see if i meet somebody you're not you're not gonna meet somebody at a bar i mean so if you're single you're going out with your friends you just want to have a good time have that in mind that's your intention that's it Mm. i'm going i'm gonna have fun with my friends and that's it (laughs) so
1: that's what it should be
0: yes if Um, Besides bars, um, if you are single and you're kind of going out with this intent, like I want to meet new people, I want to meet like new friends, then really think about like when we were younger, how did we meet friends when we were younger? Like we were, we met them at school.
1: I mostly met all my friends through either school or through work.
0: Through work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. At least my direct friends. And then, of course, I met them through the network of friends that we already had.
0: Yeah. And, you know, lately, um, and I know this might not be feasible for most people, but travel with your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, save that money that you would spend otherwise going out to bars and just like plan a trip. It doesn't even have to be super luxurious. You know, you no, can just like
1: go. that's the fallout. Most people want to do yeah. the Instagrammable places, and it's like,
0: no, you can go to a yeah. Houston Astros game. Exactly, in Houston for the weekend. Mm-hmm. You can, um, you know, there's a concert out of town. You can go to your a just concert.
1: Whatever you do, just have a good time.
0: Just have a good time with your friends. Yeah, yeah.
1: pick the right people.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to I'm trying to think because we, we have talked about this. Like we're just tired of going to bars anyway. <laughs> so we try to avoid them (laughs) (laughs) they just (laughs) it just doesn't feel good anymore i guess like Uh, what i said (laughs) is at
1: least for myself i know i love to go to bars but that's because i love to talk to people i love to meet people i mean a lot Mm -hmm. of my friends have been through the network of us hanging out at a bar and we end up you know meeting other people it's tough, at least it, for me, I would say, is because, I don't know, I mean, anything else, you either travel, right? That's not too bad, but not everybody has the money to go and just mm-hmm. take off, you know?
0: Join um, a gym class. Oh,
1: that's nice. Any yeah. type of physical activity.
0: And that's, like, a healthy way to bond with somebody. Because, like, let's say you do meet some people out at bars, like, what kind of relationship are you going to have with them? Is it only mm. just, like, bar Wild relationship, or yeah,
1: that's probably gonna be, it.
0: yeah. So, I would <laughs> say this but... <laughs> to like single ladies evaluate what type of relationship you want to have with this, these people, what type of guys you want to meet, and then go there. Like, yeah, you know, just you know, and you are who you are, close like, what you do and who you hang out with. Mm-hmm. I've always heard that, and it's true. So that's would be my recommendation. Take a class um at the gym. It's like I know that there's um there's all types of There's Boxing, dance classes. Kickboxing. I have some friends that do dance classes. Um and then if you want to like learn how to paint, maybe an art class. Mm-hmm. And then that was another one. Oh, I'm actually I mean,
1: there's cycling.
0: Yeah, I'm actually thinking on taking um I got this from a friend of mine, Angela, this idea, she's going to a language success school to learn um, how to speak, like, appropriate Spanish, I should say. But I want to, like, sign up and start learning how to speak French. So I think that would be a good thing You're to do. You're not the
1: first person.
0: It's called language I success. Just, somebody just
1: told me that yesterday.
0: Yeah. is that crazy? That's one of my goals, like, to speak at least four languages. So
1: I want to learn, I want to learn to
0: So <laughs> I want to learn Italian and French
1: okay so there we go there's i mean it's tough i i agree you have to find something that you're passionate about so it's what drives you to be uh out there with these friends of yours i mean we're out there at the bars because we have fun with our friends yeah but you can have fun in other places right it's about it's about the people and then what you're doing at that moment
0: yeah like tonight we're going to a concert yes going to our concert it's tonight (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 all
1: right how do you deal with your anxiety
0: how do i deal with my anxiety let me think about how to formulate this into a pro that process like i used to have extremely bad unmanageable anxiety because i didn't know what it was mm mm-hmm. It was like panic attack after panic attack after panic attack. And I was just like,
1: what age did this start for you?
0: um, When I had my daughter, actually. Yes, I was experiencing some anxiety when I was pregnant. And I just like, maybe I'm just stressed. Maybe I'm just nervous.
1: And before that, you had never had that feeling
0: um now that i think back about it i would have like anxiety but it wasn't unmanageable it was always like okay it's because i have a test or it was it's okay, different it's different yeah was different yeah and then when i was pregnant i had my daughter um i just started to feel very weird because um,
1: most people when they get these feelings of anxiety from what i've heard right it feels like they're about to die
0: yes like they yes. feel
1: like i need to get to the hospital i'm about to collapse
0: you are. You have a feeling of you're going crazy, and you're gonna lose your mind so bad. Oh, that's yeah. that. I, it's weird. Like you're gonna lose your mind, and like you're not gonna be able to think normal. Like you get stuck in a loop of like. So
1: that's that's yes. what you feel. Like you're gonna get stuck in that
0: loop. Yes, and before it was unmanageable, and it got really, really bad. Um, after I had my daughter is when I started noticing. I'm like, you know, I just feel different. I'm not the same. And then, so it went on like that. And then I had my son that i got pregnant with my son the second time. And that was horrible. I didn't even tell anybody that I was pregnant. I was so scared, mm-hmm. just scared of what? I don't know. Like all these, had like, uh, and that's, that's what anxiety is. All these fears. Like terror. It's just like a terror of what, who knows? And just like all these things. I, I, that I'll be up. honest.
1: I used to have anxiety when I was back in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, since then I don't have I, I don't have it anymore it's almost like you learn to live with it and you no longer get that feeling of you don't have control of your mind or your thoughts or the, the, that feeling of like you're going crazy I guess
0: yeah I've, I've learned to manage it Um going to therapy really helped because it kind of you're looking in a mirror and somebody's telling you things back like, okay, so this is what you were thinking this is like, you know, and you start to think like, okay, um, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like mm. what, so I've more importantly learned my triggers. You know, what are my triggers? Okay, when things yeah. are not going my way, like my triggers. Um,
1: you had mentioned that to me. You know yeah. what, one what, what of my uncles once taught me when I was younger I guess um, he was telling me what's the worst thing that could happen mm-hmm. no matter what what's the worst thing that could happen mm-hmm. I guess for me at that moment and still right now it's I die right yeah worst comes from, um, so any problem that you have are you gonna die are you gonna die tomorrow are you gonna die I mean that's the worst possible outcome yeah right Mm -hmm. because we want to be alive we want to be we want to you know have a good time so i whenever i think about something bad i always go back to that thought Mm -hmm. the worst thing that could happen is you die am i gonna die tomorrow because you know i i let's say we were in college i failed my test no because i got into a dispute at work no and that pushes you that puts you back into reality like we give these problems
0: so much power Mm -hmm. yeah and they shouldn't yeah and that um changed my perspective going to therapy so that really taught me how to evaluate my emotions and like okay 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 okay. hold on why are you feeling anxious did something trigger you okay let's let's talk about it and what's the worst thing that can happen Mm -hmm. how are you gonna fix this Can you fix this? If this is completely out of your control, forget about it. Just Mm -hmm. let it be. It's the way it is. Mm -hmm. If there's something you can do about it, what can you do about it? Do it now and get over it. You know? Yeah. Work towards it. Yeah. And a a lot of it is just reading positive things, positive things, understanding. And it's, like I said, it's not toxic positivity. It's like, this happened to you. It was a, lesson it felt ugly and you know what you're not the only one you're not the only one that's gonna have okay for example my divorce has been super hard on me but i have to remember i'm not the first person to get divorced and i'm also not going to be the last person to get
1: divorced Um, it's not the end all
0: yeah yeah so i would highly recommend therapy for anybody has not tried this approach for anxiety and when you feel yourself caught in a loop talk to somebody say the things out loud give yourself a time frame like okay look i'm anxious i'm feeling overwhelmed okay let me give myself like a day or two to just level out and i can attack this Mm -hmm. and just um and this is a lesson that's very hard for me just don't be so hard on yourself just it's okay it's all right you got to be fine you got to just
1: take it easy i always tell you that it's like hey Take it back.
0: I'm very high-strung, so <laughs> I'm very anxious <laughs> chill, all the time.
1: <laughs> all right, let's go to the next question. Um, was it hard going from one to two kids? What uh, were the challenges?
0: Yes, it was hard going from one to two kids. I was already going crazy with one, and then I had the second one. And what was the hardest for me really was I think it was that my daughter felt somehow like she had been re- like, moved to the side or something because she would make comments like, oh, he came into my life and he ruined it. Like, mm-hmm. like she wanted all the attention. And I felt bad because I'm like, I need to give him it. He's like a newborn baby. But my daughter, I. Always, so I think as a mom, it's very overwhelming. Like, you want to give attention to both, but you just can't. Like, it's hard. You know, you're I mean, going to need I think that as help. as
1: long as you explained it to her, you know. Yeah. That's all. She'll, she she has to learn its part. It's a family, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: have to grow up in that way. And it, it, it's all about communication even with your kids. I don't have any kids, but I can imagine that if everything is communicated clearly, then they feel better.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it definitely did not help my anxiety. It made me very tired, mentally drained, just having to take because it's two. you have to think about like two kids that's two different little people Mm -hmm. that you have to work around their schedule so at first it was just me and my daughter and that was already kind of tough like i can't do certain things if you know she's like napping and i need to go do i need to go run an errand no she's napping so Mm -hmm. you know it's very limiting so then now you're putting two babies into the mix um the challenge for me was, like I said, splitting the time between the two.
1: At like, that time, were you working?
0: No, I wasn't. I was Just at home. Just imagine
1: some mother who was trying to well, do it all.
0: I'm working now, but thankfully my kids are older and they don't require too much attention. I mean, they're still little, six and three, but it's not the same as like having little babies. Yes. Yeah, so that's why I told myself that I was gonna stay at home while they were little because I knew I was not gonna be able to hack it, like managing a job because I'm very hyper-focused. So if I was gonna be working and the kids, like, no, that was just, I knew that was gonna be a no-no for me. I don't know how some moms do it, but definitely not for me. So I'm glad I was able to do that.
1: Okay, so next question. Are you going to work on yourself? If so, how?
0: (laughs) Please say us. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not ready. <laughs> I want to be a hot mess for one longer. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, no, yes. I'm... <laughs>
1: who asked? Anonymous?
0: <laughs> I, I am ready to work on myself. <laughs> that just sounds so funny. Like, Okay, no. Really, though, a lot of people say, like, I'm going to work on myself. Like, what does that even mean? Okay, so to me, it means that I'm going to just like take time and do things that I want to do that I like and just kind of be a little bit more selfish and, okay. you know, take more time for myself. Um, what does that mean? You know, it's
1: to me, it means so like, what,
0: it, what does that mean to you? Like, if somebody tells you you need to work on yourself, it's like, like
1: you need to be you need work that's what that person told you you need (laughs) to step it up that's what they're saying yeah but to me everybody requires work on themselves no matter at what point in your life you're at uh, you require work i mean because if there is no end goal then what's the purpose of life i mean to me if i have nowhere that i want to reach with a certain time frame, you know, I, I there is no point. Like, that life is boring without us creating goals.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: And sometimes that means yes, taking some time off. I agree. Yeah. But when you take time off, it's because you're in between a goal. Yeah, because you finish one goal and you do another one. So you still, you, you're you have time off, but at the same time you're like, I gotta get back to what I was doing. I gotta get back to that.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I'm ready. Uh, I've been doing a lot of self evaluating, and I was telling people for the longest time when I first, you know, left my ex husband, I'm like, I'm okay, yeah, like I'm fine, I'm fine. No, Mm -mm. (laughs) I was not. I was not. Now that I'm, I feel like there's a veil that's been lifted, Mm -hmm. and I look back. And I'm like, what a train yeah, I wreck. I mean,
1: I remember the whole time. I, yeah, what a I was train wreck. Like, you you have to decide for yourself yeah. what you're going to do. Every Everything that you went through was, that's your own personal journey. And that's yeah. what you have to look through and say, well, am I happy? Was I happy? Am I going to be happy? And that's the end goal of everything, right? Mm-hmm. And then look at all the pieces in between.
0: Yeah. So this next chapter is i'm gonna dedicate to just evaluating what happened in my marriage why did it fail how did i contribute to this what do i need to do to be better and grow from that that's those are the questions that i'm going to answer
1: that's and, that's work right there because yeah. that's going to require a lot of you know. Looking and and in, I do in want a... to
0: go back to therapy, not because I feel like I'm crazy, but there's some things in there that I was not aware of, mm-hmm. and now I some of the things I did, some of the people I associated with, <laughs> and I'm like, why? Like, why? Like, what, what's what's the trauma there? What's the complex uh-huh. that we're trying to? <laughs> no, so I mean you like... need
1: uh, you always need somebody to lean on and to mm-hmm. always. You always have. If you don't, then you're lost. I mean, but but you were leaning on these individuals because they were there, you know? Yeah. It's just um, sometimes, I mean, we go and get help or seek help from these people and they're not always going to be the best role models for us, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So let's go to the next question. The last one. If you were to give your younger self advice or a lesson to learn what would you say
0: the advice i would give my younger self is definitely don't take things personally mm-hmm. i was always like thinking being defensive and like mm-hmm. Taking things personally, and I'm very feisty, so (laughs) it was being feisty and then taking things personally. It was, I think,
1: that's one thing I I saw from you know, I I didn't see you for over five years, I would say, and communicate. Um, I think you, I saw like you were more open, Mm -hmm. more so there was an energy that was different,
0: but not as confrontational, exactly. Mm -hmm. I was like,
1: wow, she's not as like stubborn or as angry even Mm. though we still see you get like that every once in a while oh
0: yeah
1: (laughs) but it's (laughs) It's not (laughs) to that level that it once was
0: it's more channeled it's definitely much more planned and it's more composed i always tell this to people i read I like the Hulk because I resonate <laughs> with his character. Like when he first becomes a Hulk and he's just like angry all the time, doesn't know how to control himself. And he's just like, brr, like all over the place. <laughs> and then when he's like, well into his, character and he can he can turn into the Hulk on demand and I feel like that's where I'm at right now like I can you control it (laughs) I control it and I can get angry on demand and there's when he tells Captain America the secret is that I'm always angry most of the time yes like Uh I'm still always like feisty but But it's controlled but it's controlled and now I can be like you know not worth it it's not personal it still bothers me Mm But it's not personal. Now I'm like, okay, this person, yeah, maybe this person didn't mean it that way. Mm -hmm. Like maybe this person's just having a bad day. Exactly. And I'm just like, okay. And there's a thing that I always um, read over and over again. And it's like, don't assume that people have bad intentions. A lot of the times is that communication was not clearly like... Mm stated like communicate a lot of people don't want to communicate Uh, uh,
1: you've been on the other side of that too haven't you i've been there when i say something and i get attacked i'm like are you kidding me it's like I i literally had no ill intent yeah and now i am being like attacked you know milled basically yeah and and i would and that's when i started realizing i need to stop being like that because i used to also you know yeah uh, be more on the defensive for anything and now it's like no think about what just happened. It's not always that people are always out to get you. It's not like that.
0: Yeah. And I think it was just also like maturity and, you know, getting older. But when I was younger, definitely, that's something I would tell myself, don't take it personally. And, you know, people always told me that, like you're taking it personally. I mean, like, no, I'm not. And
1: we still have those times. Yeah.
0: Because you don't understand what that means, but
1: eventually, eventually I think you learn. It, it'll fade out. I mean, the good thing is now we don't react. In a very confrontational way. Eventually it will be, we don't see it as a confrontational way. Mm-hmm. And it's a balance, right? Because sometimes maybe they are being confrontational. Oh yeah. And then we're just going to be, oh, like we didn't even see it. But at the end of the day, it's like, who cares? We don't see it. It's like, it's better that we don't see that because it's not important.
0: Yeah. So that would definitely be one thing that I would tell myself, don't take things personally. Take it's things not personal. personal. It's a good one. It's, it's not personal. I've learned that really just with time.
1: Okay, so well, that that concludes
0: the questions. um I don't know if Amos has anything he wants to ask. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> um,
1: the concert. What time? <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Oh my gosh! No, you no. Know,
1: I'm I'm trying to think of a question.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna ask you a couple questions. Okay. Okay. Um let me see if okay, well I want to ask you this one. If you were to give your younger self advice, what would you say?
1: I would say be honest with yourself.
0: I was thinking that, like I would think you would probably say something like, Don't care about what other people think. Yeah. You just be honest with yourself. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Like just be honest. First, with yourself before other people.
0: Yeah, I've always tried to do that because
1: I still struggle with it. I still feel that I don't want to piss people off. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be on their. Backs. I've never like, really
0: cared about that. No, I know. <laughs> I learned it really, from you. I never really cared about that. So <laughs>
1: first, it it starts with the self, and yeah. if you don't even know where you stand, yeah. then how are you gonna? How are you even going to pick the right people? first you need to know where do i stand what do i stand for yeah. after that then you can go ahead and see
0: i live by this principle and it's on my instagram uh profile the quote by jiminy cricket um let your conscience be your guide mm-hmm. if at the end of the day before you go to bed something didn't sit right with you and you ignore it it's just gonna get worse and worse and exactly. worse so you need to act with your true intentions which you really feel even if yeah, it upsets people because exactly. at the end of the day the only person that that's, you that you're left with is your thoughts in your head in you and if you don't like who you are you're gonna be unhappy no matter it, what it's
1: like if you don't act in the way that you know is right according to you according, according to, to, your, to, values. Others, yeah. according to your values yeah according to your values it's like you just slapped yourself in the face yeah that's from one of the books that i was reading. Mm-hmm. Um it's like you didn't stand up for what you believed in and you left it and you lost your self-respect right there. Yeah. And so that's why I would say be honest with yourself first. Mm-hmm. That's tough cuz most people don't know where.
0: It feels ugly. Yeah. Um because being honest with with yourself also includes like the ugly parts of yourself. Mhm. And you know, swallowing that pill. Yeah,
1: you have to accept it.
0: Yeah. It's... You
1: you you're angry, you have to accept you're angry.
0: You're a hothead or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, people are gonna call you. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that's my word of
0: advice for yourself.
1: myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working on it. I mean we it's just society's so tough because we don't wanna we don't wanna piss people off. We don't wanna stir the pot. And, and there's some people who love doing that. So it's it's a balance, right? What if I become too much? And too much is not correct either I don't think you should I think there's a time and a place for when you're going to say something when you're going to speak up
0: Mm-hmm. yeah definitely and that
1: concludes today's podcast
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> yes pretty much but thank you you're going to be seeing more of him on my future episodes we'll All do right, more follow
1: gonna me be... at
0: the... <laughs> he's going to be a little character <laughs> the reoccurring character on this um, show uh,
1: this could so, be fun
0: yeah so yeah thanks um guys for tuning in and next episode we have something pretty neat oh uh, yes yeah i told you about it so. i'm
1: interested in that story yes so.
0: i am i'm so glad this person mm-hmm. is down for it and i think he's gonna be great I, yeah. I do so um i'll pose like a teaser later and um you guys can get an idea what's gonna be about so all
1: right, yes. i hope you
0: guys will tune in thank you all bye